Well, hello there, you fantasy turkey carving motherfuckers. <laughs> a little late, I know. I know that we had we missed our Thanksgiving episode, but we're back. We're now here. Uh, so, uh, gentlemen, how was your holidays? Uh, it was good. It was good. I didn't get to watch football. My parents canceled their Verizon. I had no, I didn't pay. Apparently I haven't paid Verizon for the add-on so I can watch it in mobile. So I had to sit there just looking at GameCast on my phone. It's brutal. It's brutal. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. What is Thanksgiving without football? Even I ponied up and paid for, for NFL plus at this point. Honestly, NFL plus is, is pretty good. I, I'm very happy that I paid the what? $5 for it. $5 a month. It, it turned out to be quite nice because I usually just watch Red Zone. I cut the cord. So it's really nice to be able to see the Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night games before I was just kind of relying on text from the group to to know what was happening because watching GameCast, Drew, is kind of the worst. It's the worst. Re- it's refreshing. The worst. Oh, huge Gosling scrolling down on my phone. <laughs> um, especially yeah, especially when something gets overturned or called back and you're like, wait, they just had – you know, I, I'm watching the end of the Tennessee Bengals game on GameCast this week, and it's like, what just happened? Yeah. The Bengals kicked a field goal, and then it went backwards. So I did get to to watch the end of the Cowboys game because I got home. Um, so that was that was all right. Anyway, all right, gentlemen, well, let's get into what happened the previous week. Uh, we've had two very interesting matchups, and then obviously the DD division is its own clusterfuck. So we'll get to that. Uh, the first and most important game was probably Joe's Primo team versus Darnstown Drews. Drews narrowly winning 110 to 105. It really coming down to the last drive with Matt Ryan having the ball. And thank God Jeff last Saturday play. was the coach because that was some of the worst timeout decision making I've ever seen. Came down to the last play, I think. Well, actually, I, even if he throws a touchdown, it would have been if he throws a touchdown there, it would have been super close um depending on how they got the yards and whatnot but i think a touchdown would have put him sure right there because like he was at like the 25 yard right when yeah they, they ended it who knows um because i still get the five points from indianapolis but i didn't watch it because fuck that game i watched the very last seconds of it um that was all and i wish i did that every monday night because every monday night i'm in some nail biter and i'm sitting there watching every play this time i just turned on the tv saw matt Ryan. <laughs> lose the game and it was brilliant glorious glorious didn't have to sweat well the problem for you drew was if they if he had scored and assuming they kicked the extra field the extra the extra point then he goes into overtime and you got a fifth quarter of points you yeah. gotta deal with right well, like that's that, the other side of it well maybe they go for two Jeff Saturday. Or they go for they go two for, and he gets it. I think it, they go right? for two and he gets it. Get oh, it. God, if he gets it, that would have been brutal. Go for two, he gets it. He was saving yeah. his timeouts for the two-point conversion. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah, right. tough tough break for Alex. He had all seemingly checked out, and then, you know, uh, a surprise text from Byron alerted him that he could still win his division if he set his lineup in Week 12, and – uh, unfortunately, he chose Noah Brown over Devontae Parker, who he's he started all year. And, um, you know, just that would have been the difference as well. But close Gentlemen. matchup. Um, Drew probably was always going to win this division, but now it's uh, now it's secure. Gentlemen, fair or foul? <laughs> Surprise text just reminding him that <laughs> he could actually I switch mean, his first. 
as as the victim here, I should trying in the first place. But as the victim here, I should speak first. Completely fucking fair. <laughs> Completely fair. I would do the same fucking shit to Byron. Are you kidding? If I had a way to fuck okay. over Byron, <laughs> hell no. Who does who does Byron want in the playoffs more? Joe's primo team or me? <laughs> I think that's obvious. I um, think if uh, if the text is like a Thursday or a Sunday right before kickoff and it's like, hey, did you see that guy's injured? I think that's kind of foul. But I hope everyone is as into this league as the four of us. And I'm sure Byron worded it like, oh, man, hey, Alex, looks like you could still win your division this week. How, you know, so <laughs> oh, oh, I was much very more detailed about it than that. <laughs> he's like, you do know Mac Jones. You do know Mac Jones is going to throw for 400 yards this week, right? Dalton Schultz, he's probably going to get two touchdowns. <laughs> you know, where I where I draw the line is I don't. I never text anyone about like a recommendation to to start someone over because I would have said There's don't start Noah Brown, but I also would have said don't start Schultz, start Kill, and the right play was absolutely Schultz. So I never know. It's like you you just don't you know don't don't delve into those waters. But anyways, let's go into. There were other games. There were yeah. There were games. other games. So we have citywide losing to Fancy Footwork 66 to 103, neither of which have their first round pick. So just helping other teams out, whoever loses. Uh, the home run hitters lost to the Frederick Scrubs 68 to 131. Peyton's making nachos lost to the Pensive Parakeets 29 to 104. And Tim, congratulations on tanking correctly. The Loose Cannons lost to the Cartographers 102 to 131, which actually was a close game yeah. before the uh, before the uh, end there. Jonathan Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Luchadors versus the Nuts is probably the most interesting game. We got to take a pause. The Luchadors win 95 to 88. And it, the whole time, it was crazy. Dave, you were texting us like nonstop. <laughs> yeah. yeah go, Luchadors took like a fourth quarter lead at point something points. Going into the fourth quarter on Monday night, the Luchadors had a .04 point lead. Um, Paris Campbell for uh, Breezewood Nuts, mm-hmm. but then Pickett and, and Pickens on uh, on the Luchador side. And, um, and Paris Campbell is there. more than capable of, of throwing up enough points uh, this season. He's been more than capable of, of games there. So Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, guys, this kind of – unfortunately probably all but ends breezewood's nuts chances of the playoffs um you know they traded a first for christian mccaffrey and he's kind of given them i mean two okay weeks a dud this week but um yeah he's got to win out which means he's got to beat byron in week 14 he's gonna win next week probably um but he's got to beat byron that seems uh that seems tough yeah and and get some help too yeah Elijah Mitchell I don't think it's... did go down this week, right? Didn't I? Didn't I see that? He's so at least the back. Yeah, he's out. He's kind of outperforming CMC there, at least in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, and he's going to be out the rest of the fantasy season. Essentially, I don't know Six what the. Weeks. I don't know what the tiebreaker. We'll get into this later when we talk about the tiebreaker situation with Breezewood. Uh, but he's going to get some help, it seems, uh, most likely from from some of the the matchups we're looking at in terms of some teams losing in front of him. He is, but he's, you know, it's not like he's got a ton of points on the board uh, at 12.32. He's kind of in the middle of the middle of the wild card pack there towards the bottom. Um, he's two and two in the division, likely going to finish three and three. Uh, 
Rams are the best has already secured that. So being better I, than that at four and oh, you know, I, like I would his beg, tiebreaker I mean, games. I would beg to differ on the, the points. Uh, if it comes out of points, he's right now there's you have your six big six, but he's the front of the pack after the big six, right? So the That's what I meant. in the wild in the wild card jumble, he's like in the middle of the group, though. Right. Um, there's the big there's, there's a couple there's, yeah. You're, you're not competing with Mike Ryan for, for a playoff spot. So you're really competing with all the other teams. And he's at the top of that list right now. That's all I'm saying right now. Season is today. The big six are up, up and I'll call them the big six. So I think those are the 1400 is kind of the, the marker for the, the top teams. He's a, he's the very next one. Right. And so that's, yeah. I mean, his, his problem is going to be, he lost to the pensive parakeets yeah, earlier this year. Yeah. So that, that tiebreaker. Um, but what if it's three way? Uh, then, right. yeah, then it would go into into that third tiebreaker, and yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to get into there. the chaos that is the tiebreakers right after we finish this yeah. segment recapping. Um, and uh, gentlemen, I have saved not because I thought ahead, but because this is just how the site <laughs> ordered the games. But I have saved the DD divisions games for last because it deserves also a little bit of attention. Obviously, the streets meets versus the best TDs uh, was, well, you don't really often see a team outscore the opponent by almost three times their amount, but <laughs> streets meets wins 183 to 65. And Mike uh, Ryan loses to Rams are the best 125 to 154 the, but I think the bigger story is this entire division and just the clusterfuck yeah. that it is the, the difference in the street meets game would have is would have been this fourth most points scored this weekend so yeah and <laughs> um and, and the parakeets beat beat the nachos by four times there I was about to say so. I, proud to toot my own horn that over here count. winning by damn near triple but the parakeets quadrupled up the nachos so it doesn't count when you're tanking you know what i mean uh yeah the to get to byron's point i mean that you know we haven't had a pod in a couple weeks but the entire dd's division entered week 12 at tied at seven and four um record wise and had the playoffs ended um last week all four teams in the dd's division would have made the playoffs and if the season ended today all four teams in the DD's division would be in the playoffs. So, um, you know, that division, I think the other three divisions of actually they've all been locked up. Um, The, the current division leaders can't be caught the DD's division. There are a lot of possibilities. Technically everyone is still alive in that division. So yeah, it's the AFC East of our, well, isn't it technically possible that pensive no, sorry, not pensive. Um, uh, the Joe's, the Joe's primo team could catch up if they put up like two two hundred games and yeah. point games in a row because it's one one. So then it would be a point break, um, right? It it is technically like, possible. He would have <laughs> to he would have to outscore me by two hundred and thirty points. Uh, yeah, 250, 250 points. No. Knowing your luck, Drew, it is possible that your entire yeah. team gets injured in the first play of the next game. No, I mean, yeah, and, and Drew's got at least one, you know, he'll win that matchup really without trying. Billy Citywide, so. so I, yeah. um, uh, I think that's a that's a 
stretch of a technicality. <laughs> but this is a good segue. Really? This is a good segue. Um, yes, guys, should should we, we do the game first, or should we just do the? Yeah, let's do the game first. Let's take a break. Oh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about the playoffs. But Dave. Playoffs. So first, new segment, or we'll just do this one time, but ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first annual, we'll see if it picks up, but Mid-Atlantic Premier League Trivia Competition. Uh, That's right, the league was established in 2015. We've got three contestants today. Uh, This is how it's going to work. We're going to break it down in two rounds. Um, We're going to kind of go in order of league seniority so we'll we'll start with drew uh then byron then tyler uh if you get the question incorrect the next person has a chance to steal uh, round one will be general league history uh, mostly from the 2015 season and early on um and then round two will be uh rams are the best trivia um or they'll all have a rams are the best spin to it because uh because I made these questions and I uh, got tired of looking things up. So just kind of went off memory here, but Drew, we'll start with you. You were part of the inaugural season in 2015. Uh, some say the greatest fantasy season of all uh, 16 teams, four divisions of four. Do you recall how many of those divisions ended in a record tie that first season? All right. You are correct. I was expecting you to get that wrong. Yes, that's right. Three of the divisions ended in a record tie uh, that first season. Um, Drew, do you also have the audit or the archives file up from your file? Oh, you I'm doing this blind, and I wasn't even a part of the league. That is okay. That was gonna be a really good nobody nobody said there were rules. I was waiting for the rules. All right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. One point to Drew, though we'll put an asterisk next to it. Byron, you can try to cheat, but you're gonna have to look at every year for this next question. Um, again, established in 2015, we've had two Ryan brothers in the league since 2015. How many times combined have the Ryans made the playoffs since 2015? Oh, I know this one. I, I haven't even cheated. I think I know. Okay. That's hard because I don't know the 2016 season, but assuming that there's a clock and I can't have enough time to cheat, I'm going to go with zero. That is incorrect. Tyler. Take a guess for the steal. I believe it's two. It is two. Yep. Tim Ryan has made the playoffs twice yep. since the league has formed. All right, I'm not Mike, cheating anymore. Mike Ryan has not. I got a lead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tyler, your question to double up here. Um, and I'm going to need the year. But one time in league history the three-point home field advantage has come into play and swung a playoff matchup. What year was that? And bonus points, if you can name the two teams. 2018, why not? And he's already Whoa. shaking his head no. So he's got to steal. Drew? 2016? No. Byron? Uh, All right. 2016 was going to be my guess. So I'm going to go with 2017. 
2015, the first and greatest year. Hollywood hubris loses to Danny Zuko by 2.7, but the three-point advantage flips it. A point three-point win for the Hollywood hubris franchise over Danny Zuko that first year. So, oh God, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, I would have right. punched that a was, hole in my television for that one. That was round one. Round two again going to be a little rams are the best uh rams are the best based here but um yeah we'll start with you drew um i'm not not you don't want to you don't want to rotate it for the steal opportunities huh no it's fine no we're gonna start with drew in 2019 rams are the best won the championship some say the greatest championship team in league history what was the salary dollar amount of the starting roster in the 2019 championship game for Rams are the best? That is, that seems like a trick question because. The starting, no, it's, it's oh, the starting, of the starting roster. I mean, oh, that is starting roster a- salaries. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That is That's let me think. Um, well, you're going to take. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm going to go. Give everyone else a higher or lower. I'm going to go with. It was low. Nine, ninety-seven. Uh, that is incorrect, Byron. It is lower. Take oh, that was such a good guess. Then, I'm, that was such. Oh, that was too good. Let's see here. So you had Aaron Jones for three dollars. You had Chris Carson for three dollars. You had, oh my God, was it two quarterbacks? For I'm, what I'm worried about is like the Buffalo Bills defense being like fifteen dollars, like, and then messing everything up. Oh, it was way high. It way. Oh, okay. I think it was thirty dollars. Uh, that is incorrect, and that is too high. Tyler, your chance for the steal lower than thirty. $23. It was $29. Oh, you you should give that to me. I was so close. Listen, Byron, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Byron, your question. Again, all questions will have a Rams are the best spin in uh, round two. Rams are the best has made the playoffs seven times since 2015. What two franchises are second most, uh, both tied at five times making the playoffs? I was going to say Fancy Footwork. That is correct. It's either going to be something crazy like home run hitters or it's going to be what is you know what? I'm going to go loose cannons. You are correct. Yeah. The Manny Yunk or Alexa loose cannons and fancy footwork have each made the playoffs five times. Um, and the final question, Tyler, and on a sour note here, um, but as I said, the Rams are the best has made the playoffs each of the first seven years in the league. What franchises have never made the playoffs? Um, and I'll give you a hint. One is an expansion team from last year. 
and another has a chance of breaking that streak this year. Oh my, just give them the points. Um, this is going to be a little tough. Mike Ryan. Yes. How many teams then, again? I didn't I'm say, but, but there are three franchises that have never made the playoffs. I gave you a hint on two of them. Uh, so silence is not home good run, for podcast. Home run hitters. Uh, that is very incorrect. He made it. Yeah, I forgot. They were in like the championship in game. championship games. Yeah. Is it my turn? Uh, Tyler, one more guess because there's three teams. You got one of them. Um, yeah, the hard part is the name changes over the past two years have thrown me off. But is it citywide? Uh, Philly citywide taking over for the Josh Clark franchise. That is correct. Yeah. Has never yeah, made okay. the playoffs. Drew, you know the last team? Breezewood. Breezewood Nuts uh, joined the league last year and did not make it. Um, yeah. So winner with one and one-third points, Drew. <laughs> but anyway, little league trivia history there. That was um, fun. That was fun. Yeah. Probably more fun for us than the listeners. A lot of, a lot of silence while people thought. Playoffs? <laughs> Let's talk playoffs. All right, so just to get it, if the playoffs began today, Scrubs would have the bye, Cartographers would be the second seed, Streets meets the third seed, Drush the fourth seed, Rams are the best would be the first of the wild cards, the best CDs, the sixth wild card, or sixth seed, and Mike Ryan coming in as the seventh seed. But here's the interesting little caveat here, is that Streets meets lost to you, Dave. Early in the season, what, like week one, week two? Week eight. Week eight. Okay, not even close. Week eight. So why are you behind Streets Meets? Uh, I I don't know that I should be. Um, as as the head-to-head win, you know, should, should vault me. Again, we played this week, so it'll sort of sell fall out, but... Right now, with the head-to-head win, I should technically be leading the division. Um, and and but, not just the head-to-head win, right? You're also 4-0 and in the division as well, which should be in division at least the tiebreaker, although we've agreed to go by the site, so I'm not sure that's true. Yeah, so we did agree to go by the site, and I think we maybe all misunderstood. But anyway, I, I don't think it'll matter because, like I said, we play this week. It should sort itself out, but – Right now, Street Meat, Rams are the best, and Droosh all have the same record at eight and four. So what the site does is compare each of those three first head-to-head. If anyone swept anyone head-to-head, they would get the tiebreaker. That is not the case, as we are all one and one against each other in this scenario. Um, so then what the site does is it it tries to break that tie with record in like games. So as I said, we're all one and one. So that's another split. So then what the site does is it goes to points. And in this case, Tyler street meet has the most points um, out of the three and in the league. So he gets the bump and then the site starts over. Rams are the best in Drush. Um, Rams lost head to head, uh, but Drush in the other division would, would get the, the four seed 
um, regardless. But um, but that's how the site does it. So all teams with like number of wins, the first is head to head. But in a multiple team scenario, it's the aggregate record against all teams with that record <laughs> is how the the site does that first tiebreaker. Um, yeah. Boys, we're gonna have to talk about that in the off season, but we're gonna go into this season. Yeah, um, I mean, we'd rather it not be the way. Do we have even have the choice to not have that part of the the system? Uh, yeah, we do. Wow, we should have. Um, so there there are settings we can change, but that's how it calculates head to head. It does not look at it as division. It does head to head record and then head to head win loss against all teams. So. Um, so in order to do the head to head option, that, that is how the site calculates it. Hmm. Well, we, we think this talk. is going to shake itself out. Though, so it's, this is going to shake itself out. So let's, yeah. let's, let's talk instead playoff scenarios. And why don't we just kind of like look ahead and project out what we think is going to happen, um, over these next two weeks and, and talk about, you know, what these teams need to do to make the playoffs. Right. Um, I think everyone who's six and six and above is still alive, um, which eliminates four teams. Um, but everyone else can still make the playoffs, right? Yes. Um, so, you know, we have some big games in the next two weeks. A lot of it coming from the DD's division, but Joe's Primo team lost this week. He's still alive um, and has a game, you know, at least one winnable game and two winnable games really at the end of his season. So, so why don't we take a look and, and start kind of figuring out what we think is going to happen here? Yeah. Uh, well, I think I... We... Sorry, Tyler, you go first. I, I think the interesting, starting at the top, right, the who will get the buy between Byron and Scott, because that is very much up for grabs still. Um, and we'll talk about this when we preview this upcoming week. But if Rogers misses either or both of these upcoming games. We've already seen Mike Williams play one or two snaps or one series in a game and leave over and over again. Jamar Chase is probably going to be on a snap count. Scott's team is vulnerable. I know the parakeets haven't, uh, you know, put up a ton of points outside of week eight when they threw up 160 against him, but that, that is a winnable game for him. And that one loss could slide Scott out of the buying and give it to Byron. Please, God, just inject that in my head, into my veins. Now, Byron is also playing two teams that are playing for their playoff lives over the next two weeks who can also put up some points, but his team is, by overall points scored, still better. So even against the Luchadors and the Nuts, he's going to be pretty heavily favored in both those games. Um, it's really going to come down to this week for Scott against the Parakeets for the one seed. And. And really what it comes down to is probably Mike White, because unfortunately pensive parakeets has the worst timing for his buy with the Cardinals off, which means he doesn't have Hopkins and he doesn't have Murray. So not that Murray was playing, he was still injured, but it still makes a difference. Right. So I, I don't think, uh, I don't think he loses to the scrubs, but it would be a wonderful Christmas, early Christmas gift if he did for me. And I went out. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, I think we're going to see three teams from the DD's division make the playoffs. Um, and so I think this is going to come down to uh, a three-way tie or, or kind of a three-way battle for that seven seed. I think eight and six or better 
is what's needed. I do think that the nuts or luchadors need to win out to steal that spot, but I think the parakeets are, are kind of in that driving seat. Um, for the parakeets, they beat both the luchadors and the nuts earlier this year. So if they're tied in record um, and those are the only two teams with that record, um, then they would win. Where it gets interesting is if a team like the best TDs or Mike Ryan uh, also have that same record because um, Parakeets has lost to both of those teams. Um, though actually the, the nuts and luchadors did not play the DDs division this year. So they, they would still have a winless record. Um, so never mind. So what about <laughs> Joe's Primo team though? What's the, what's the tiebreaker situation going to be there? If they went out and go eight and six. Um. So it'll, it'll do the same thing. It'll go to, that's a good point. It'll go to all, all like team ties. So let me just look up. Joe's beat best TDs earlier this year and Mike Ryan. That's first and foremost. They oh did lose to the Luchadors and the Nuts though. Um, yeah. So that would actually gonna... very much complicate things. So uh, they would be, two and one in those like games in this scenario, the parakeets would be two and two and O oh. no, the parakeets would be two and two <laughs> the luchador. So, so yeah, I guess I think if those five teams all ended eight and six, I think Joe's primo team would sneak into the playoffs. Oh my God. Um, the one, no, sorry, they lost. No, they lost to the Luchadors and the Nuts. So, yeah. So they're so, interesting. But, they, but the Luchadors and Nuts have to both win out, right? I mean, they yes, get one for free easy win, and then they have one technically hard. They would both have to win out. They they have to finish eight and six, which seems unlikely. They both have to beat Byron, and then I could jump Byron. It'd be great. And the the Luchadors. No, I can't jump Byron because lit the season with the Nuts beat Joe's primo team. So in fact, the luchadors would have the better win percentage if they, if they win out um, in those same games. Okay. So that's yeah, if let's go ahead and we just can, look, go ahead. We can really briefly hit the best TDs unless they get to eight and six and no one else gets to eight and six, they will likely miss the playoffs between the tiebreakers and the fact that they have scored by far the least amount of points of anyone in the running, right? Like they are the 10th or 11th highest scoring team. Um, and like we said, four teams have been eliminated. So yeah, they but are, if they went out, then they blew up and that could change quick. So they, um, in this league. they beat Mike Ryan already this year and they've beat the parakeets already this year. And, and, oh, and, and yeah, the, those are the two big ones. Um, but l- let's be real, right? Let's go ahead and look ahead, and and we can quickly write the best TDs off because um, they're going to finish seven and seven, guys. They're just they're going to finish seven and seven. We don't have to worry about that. Um, they don't have Stafford. They don't have Stafford. <laughs> they're finishing yeah, they seven and seven. They have no quarterback. Um, so, like, we can go ahead and look at next week, right? Next week we can project out, and we can say best TDs wins. We don't know what happens with Rams are the best in streets. Means no one does. We're gonna, you know, guess on that one. But then you have Luchadors going up against Cartographers. Like I think that's a loss. Breezewood beating Loose Cannon, so he goes to seven and six. Um, 
Parakeet's losing to Scrubs, so he goes to seven well, and six. This is just me projecting. We, we can talk about it in a second. And Joe's Primo team beating Philly Citywide, he going to seven and six. So there you have the teams likely seven and six after next week. Joe's Primo team, Lewisburg, Punxsutawney, and Breezewood all tied at seven and six for that last uh, playoff spot. And and best TDs will be tied at seven and six. Does anyone disagree with any of those projections? I think that's what like the said, site's projecting right now. Yeah, the only one that might be might get close in that would be the Parakeet Scrubs game. But I, even with those injuries, the Scrubs should it'll be closer if those injuries come through for Scott and the Scrubs. But it it'll still be close even with yeah, those injuries. If Rogers doesn't play, which he's right now looks like he's going to play, he's, he can still throw. He in says Nate, he's going to play Nate Peterman, right? And he can get some points out of that. We'll be closer, but and I mean, there's a lot of ifs, right? If if Justin yeah. Fields comes back and plays, then then Justin starts two QBs this week and and has a a shot at Byron. Um, but let's just go with like you're saying that the site's predicting those three teams to to all be seven and six after this week. All right, and then let's look at the next week. Best TDs loses to Rams are the best, right? Lewisburg beats Maniac Loose Cannons. He goes to eight and six, right? Breezewood nuts drops seven and seven, losing to cartographers. Um, and then you have uh Punxsutawney beating home run hitters, goes to eight and six. And finally, Joe's Primo team fancy footwork. I don't have any confidence in how that game's actually gonna end. <laughs> That's a close one. Um, but let's say he wins and he gets to eight and six. So in that scenario, you've got um you skipped them, but you'd have let's say Mike Ryan at eight and six. You'd have um, you'd have the parakeets well, at eight and six, and you'd have Joe's primo team at eight and six. And lose think lose, no, no, he no. lost seven and seven, seven and yeah. seven. Yeah. So in that Are, case, un- unfortunately, for the third time in the last four years, Joe's primo team would be the first team out missing the playoffs based on tiebreakers. Mike Ryan and the parakeets would uh That's what I like to hear would make the playoffs. I I, I don't know what happens if the street meet, which is me, loses both games. Um, I have a couple of bad losses on that going back to the schedule here. Um, I don't know what the tiebreaker shakeout is, but. Um, yeah, that drops you into eight and six mode and him. Right. And if Ryan I, and, to and nine and five. we gave Mike Ryan, we put Mike Ryan at eight and six saying he was going to win one, lose one. But that week 14 game is losable for, oh, is yeah. winnable that, by that either team for sure. hundred percent. So if, if yeah. Tyler does lose and then loses again, which is totally within the realm of possibility. Absolutely. Um, what does that do? That throws, that throws know, a wrench. I have lo- because I have losses against I beat I did beat Joe's primo team, but I lost to the parakeets. I'm gonna say I, one thing, Tyler. I'm gonna say one yeah. thing. You just gave me something to root for for the next two weeks. I know. You got me some Double, you got me some late losses. night yeah. late night text to Keith and, and shit. Not Keith. Uh, well, it's I don't think Mike oh, Ryan's gonna have any problem starting his lineup. Oh but all right, look at this. All right. Tell me he misses. If Joe's primo team, Mike Ryan, and the Parakeets are all tied at eight and six, and the only three eight and six teams 
Joe's Primo team is one and O against eight and six teams and would have the best. No. What about, what about, uh, what about if streets meets is eight and six loses to Mike Ryan last week? I, I don't know. There's a lot here. I can't do it on the fly. That's, that's what I'm rooting for. I want that to happen. Then I all of a sudden I would. Well, Mike, sacrifice. Mike Ryan would be nine and five in that scenario. So. Yeah, but Street Smith would be tied with Joe's Primo team in Pensive, is what I'm talking about. And yeah, and I I lost the Pensive in Week Four and nice. beat Joe's Primo and beat Joe's Primo team though. Yeah, so then we'd so, have a one-one and one tie, and then it would go to points. Ah, oh, then Tyler's in. Darn it! Darn all it! Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to put up 185 every week, right? We've seen that out of my team. We've had we've had some clunkers here at Street Meet. Uh, well, we had a clunker here at Street Meet, but it's possible. That 78 points is in there somewhere. It's in our DNA. <laughs> the Cardoc um, will have a bone to pick with you about that one. I know, I know. We yeah. have a bone to pick with we about that one. All, All right, right, there's so- our playoffs, guys. That sounds I, – I can only imagine – I stopped paying attention halfway through. I don't know what our listeners are doing, but it sounded very interesting. I mean, let's get, in, up, it's, let's get away it's from Eric speculation, right? Yeah. And let's get into conjecturing on what would happen in these games right this week. So I've got eight games, and most of them aren't even close. Like, maybe not even worth discussing. So yeah. – we're going to go through them relatively quickly. Um, we've got hitters versus the nachos. Now the nachos, like we already talked about are tanking correctly. And so right now I have the spread at 40 points, the hitters uh, scoring 92 points, nachos scoring 54 points. Who's taking the nachos. You scored 27 points this week. No one. And this is funny. I don't think anyone is. I don't think Clay's checking anymore. I think Derrick Henry could beat this Nachos team by himself. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think there's much to talk about here. I don't, I don't think so. Either. I think there's really just one game this week we should talk about. I don't even think we should do the whole spreads because we're not keeping track of it. Um, no, let's talk about them all. We've got to talk okay. about them all. Who, who, the who listeners want to know. All right, next game up. We've got Cartographers versus the Luchadors. And I think this is crazy because the Cartographers are 32-point favorites. Obviously, Dave, you already alluded to it. This depends heavily on whether Justin Fields plays or not. Uh, but Tyler, who do you have in this game? For against the spread, spread. Oh, that that number. Uh, you know, they did a really good job. Vegas did this week, putting it at thirty-two. Because I'm going to take the cartographers to cover it. Uh, I I am going against what I predicted on a pod five weeks ago that the luchadors would make the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to get damn close, but this game is going to be kind of the nail in the coffin for them. Uh, I think without Justin Fields having to start, you know, Rashad white in his place is really what's going to do it. So I think Rashad yeah. white is, is he, he, it's going to start regardless um, in his place. I, I think Colonel Patterson is going to be the, the weaker link here um for this team um i think he starts Rashad white over patterson um based off the last few weeks regardless i I, i'm actually almost tempted to lock this in i I think cartographers aren't just going to win this i think they're going to win it by much more i'm not going to lock it in but um yeah cartographers is going to win this 
in the landslide. Dave? Yeah, I mean, I I think cartographers win by a lot, but I think luchadors can keep it within the 32. Um, I'm curious if a different Texans team shows up this week um, with, uh, you know, who coming back into town. So I think they give Damian Pierce more than five carries. I wonder if we see him in this starting lineup instead of either Patterson or White. But, um, but yeah, I think cartographers win, but uh, Luchadors keeps it within the number. Playoffs on the line. They're, they're going to show up this week. Yeah, I'm like of the Luchadors, you know, just because I feel like yeah. I'm due for a down week. So, um, all right, let's go on to the next game. Drews versus Footwork. I've got Drews as 30-point favorites. Uh, Dave, what do you think? Yeah. You know, I don't know, right? We we've seen, uh, I think 30 points is a little too much. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we've seen Drew's team go from the highest of highs four weeks ago to getting a little hit by the injury bug. And then just not some big, big stats and and big things showing up. I, I think, um, you know, a good spot for Joe Burrow. Um, in that QB two spot, QB one spot, um, however you see him versus, versus Jimmy G. But uh, on fancy side, you know, I, I'm sure they want nothing more than to beat Drew this week and take him down a peg and maybe move him down to the to the four seed in the standing. So, um, you know, I think they set their lineup. I, I think they they put up a fight. I'm going to take Drew to win, but footwork to cover. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Drew covers because Etn might not play and Ingram's on bye, and so the only other running back on his squad is Uzjek, uh, which is really a fullback, isn't he? Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Correct. So, uh, Tyler. Yeah, unless Fancy gets creative on the waiver wire, um, and there are a couple people out there, um, I don't think that they're going to have a running back that actually plays this week uh i will take i'll take drew on the cover although you know you, you get these inconsistent games out of a couple of those players and that cover could go away he's still gonna win yeah i i don't i think uh i i wish this was a playoff week for me um to be quite honest i think I, not only do i cover i'm gonna lock it in i have just juicy ass matchups up and down the sign up so if there's one week that like i want i got san francisco miami that's that's a shootout you have you Watson going up against chicago who's been leaky you have eckler going up against vegas who's been leaky you have joe burr and a shootout with kansas city aj brown going up against the second worst secondary in the league in in the titans if there's a week my team kind of gets right and is healthy you know um, i think this is it so i'm going to go ahead and hope my team does have players that are boomer bust. So like, it's not anything I'm super confident. This is just like, if my team's going to compete, they, they got to come out on a week like this when they have such, such good matchups, just pretty much top to bottom. Um, you know, um, so, so yeah, I think, I think I cover. All right. Then next matchup we've got is cannons versus the nuts. I have the nuts as 22 point favorites in this matchup. Uh, Drew. Who do you got? Yeah, I think the, the Nuts uh, will cover. Um, I think, you know, Tyreek Hill is going to have to have a huge game. I think McCaffrey is going to have a get-right game at some point. I think Goff and, and 
Lawrence are going to be throwing a lot and, and putting up points in that game. Um, I don't know if Dalton's actually going to play um, or if they're going to be, I don't know what's going on there and why they're still playing Dalton, but um, regardless, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say the nuts, the nuts cover the Cannons have a couple players there and Lawrence and P Ryan and Alave that can keep this close. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say they, they, they do cover. Uh, Tyler. I'm actually going to lean the other way and say that the, the cannons keep it just under the number here. Uh, Cole Komet has been decent over the past few weeks. As long as that lingering nagging injury he had is, is gone. If fields plays, he could have a good game. Elijah Moore plays really well with Mike White. And like you said, Alave, Thielen, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, they, they'll be able to get to that like 70-ish point mark, right? Which I don't think the nuts are going well into the hundreds here. So give me the cannons. Yeah, I'm going to take the cannons as well. I, I'm just worried about this team overall. But I mean, McCaffrey, Hill, Evans, that could carry you, but it just hasn't been happening. So uh, let's say the cannons, yeah, 22 points, give me the points. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take cannons in the points as well. Since, since the McCaffrey trade, this team has put up 105, 67 and 88 points. Um, I don't know what's going on in that locker room, but CMC kind of ruined things, uh, I think for, uh, for the nuts and they're a little off. So um, if they're going to score, you know, around 80, 90 points, I, I want to be on the side with the, uh, with the plus. So I'm going to take uh, loose cannons to cover. All right, and not to rub it in, but you know I have to because he's an in-division. How many more points has Singletary scored than McCaffrey in these past three weeks? <laughs> yeah, and Tannehill. And <laughs> I haven't even included Tannehill, but Singletary has outscored him all but one week, and the week that he didn't outscore him, it was within 0.5 points, so that's a rough wow. trade, but you can't know that when you're making it. All right, so here's uh, the rest of our games are relatively interesting, even though one of them, even though we've alluded to it a lot, but one of them, the spread isn't too close. So I'm going to go in order from playoff implications. So the first matchup I have is Primo, Joe's Primo team versus Citywide. And I have Primo only as six point favorites. Can you believe it? Drew, this is your division, so you, I imagine, have the most amount of knowledge on these teams. Does this spread seem crazy to you? I mean, I'm guessing it's assuming Jordan Love plays this week. Um, I, I can I can check that if you give me one uh, moment, but give me the I, rest of your logic, and then I'll... I'm guessing it's con- considering that, but six points does seem close to me. Um, I look up and down this lineup, and I see, like, one player that you're feeling confident in in Philly City-wise lineup. That's Lamar Jackson. Um, and I'm not sure if there's any other subs that he's uh, inclined to put in there, um, looking up and down it. But that's and that's if Jordan Love plays. Um, then then you have two players that you're excited about. On the other hand, you have Joe's Premier team has six players that are going to get him points. I think that's I think that's too tight. I, I, I you know I would lock this in too. Um, this is uh, Joe's Primo team going to win. Yeah, if you're giving me. Joe's by six, I'm locking it in. That would be the lock of the week here. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't think it, that was especially, gonna be the spread. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> I didn't think that was going to be the spread on this. Byron, I would guess your spread is saying Jordan Love is going to play because the site RT Sports has it at 25 
Uh, 19 points out of Jordan Love seems like a relatively reasonable projection. So, even if he plays, I, I still am confident I, that I do have Jordan Love in there with getting nine points. So, it's obviously very concerned because that's a weird number to give a quarter. Yeah, it's a weird projection. Um, so yeah, all right. Well, the, the Packers probably going to crush the Bears. Jordan loves playing the whole fourth quarter. Nine points seems about right. <laughs> Christian Watson, anytime. <laughs> Christian Watson, yeah, that's just a matter of Watson. Um, but yeah, I, I also think it's too many points. I'm going to say Joe's primo team by 20. Um, because I think you guys move the line 15 when you lock it in. So this way, uh, you guys don't win, but I do. All right. <laughs> Then the next matchup that I have is Parakeets versus the Scrubs. And I have the Scrubs as 21-point favorites. I honestly feel like this is pretty – I don't know. I feel like the Scrubs are going to just do better. Jamar Chase is coming back. Maybe Mike Williams plays, but even if he doesn't, Ramondre Stevenson, Saquon Barkley, and even Pacheco could all put up big points from him. And Ryan, Ryan Robinson. Whatever he wants to do. Brian Robinson. We saw that happen last Sunday. So uh, I think Scrubs is going to return to form very quickly here, and we should just expect 125 points from him week in, week out. And I don't believe the Pennsylvania Parakeets are shoo-in to score a hundred points this week. So give me the scrubs. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, we'll see what Mike white magic does. And, 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 you know, maybe that keeps it somewhat respectable and Lazard and Pollard can also do that. But outside of that, there's, there's not much um, happening here up and down the lineup, bad bye weeks um, for him. Uh, so, so yeah, scrubs. <laughs> I, What's that movie like? Is it the replacements? Yes, that's when I look at the Barricade Squad, I just think <laughs> the replacements. Yeah, it's, Mike it's White, Latavius good. Murray, Alan Lazard, Donovan Peoples Jones, Isaiah McKenzie, Gerald Everett, Kyle Allen, uh, Tony Pollard's <laughs> the only one I love. Tyler, yeah. what do you got? Yeah, I what was the number because 21 the site. Yeah. So the site has it at 31. Um, I definitely take the, the parakeets at 31. 21 is a little close for comfort, right? I think both these teams will still get right on that 100 bubble, but the scrubs are going to blow past it. Like you guys said, return to form, get back to 120-ish. Uh, the only real glow up you could have if you're the parakeets is that Houston does come out intent to beat the shit out of Deshaun Watson and Kyle Allen goes off Donovan Peoples Jones goes off um that's about your only hope here and that you know Tony Pollard gets loose against uh Indianapolis defense that's middling so uh at at 21 give me the scrubs yeah last time these teams played do you remember what happened it was what 170 put up 160 points. Um, I don't think they can repeat that performance. Yeah. We, we forget that, or maybe we don't, but Jamar chase hasn't played since week seven. When Jamar chase plays Frederick scrubs, doesn't score under 120 points. Um, He should be back this week. They should get Mike Williams back this week. This is going to turn back into, I think, a scary team that we saw those first couple mm-hmm. weeks. So I'm going to take Scrubs to win and cover um, this matchup. All right. Gentlemen, 
the game of the week by a wide margin. Maybe game of the year contention just because of what the ramifications are in terms of seeding for the playoffs and who gets that coveted home home game advantage. Rams are the best versus. Oh, I thought you were going Mike Ryan here. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you I don't even have Mike Ryan on here. I can't count. Well, that matchup will take about three seconds. Mike Ryan is playing the best TDs who will be quarterbackless once again, as Matt Stafford is still in their starting lineup and they don't have anyone except for Carson Wentz to replace him. Uh, His skill position players, you kind of like them all. Guys like Jamal Williams, David Montgomery, (laughs) Jalen Waddell, Debo Samuel. But unless they all decide to have two touchdown, 110-yard weeks, the TDs aren't going to eclipse the 70 or 80 point mark. Also, like... Keith, put Garrett Wilson in for fucking Kenyon Drake, please. He doesn't listen to the podcast. I know. What? I know. But put Garrett Wilson in. Listen, don't count yeah. out Keith. The guy but, was a division champ last year. But yeah, he wasn't. Like, He's gonna have a, a a 500 or better record this year, guaranteed. But this team is going to suffer from a lack of quarterbacks on their roster. He came into the season with two. He still has two. Look, there is a, a, a scenario where Montgomery gets 20, Williams gets 20, Waddle gets 35, Samuel gets near 20, and Juju gets near 20, and Garrett Wilson, he puts him in, and he gets near 20. And then all of a sudden, this is a game. Like, there, there is, like, a best-case scenario for Keith just because he does have talent on this team. Um, and you can have games where Gino and Deshaun don't do well. Deshaun's rusty. Mari doesn't do anything. He disappears some games. Mark Andrews disappears some games. And so it's all just Stefan Diggs who never disappears. Um, like that and is – And Kirk, who doesn't really uh, disappear much. He does, though. He has some games where he disappears. So, like, yeah, last there, are, there are scenarios where Keith can win this game, and that would make things really fucking interesting. Uh, at the end of the year, that last week, we could head towards another eight and sixteen. Is it likely to happen without a quarterback? No, no, yeah, no. Think- and the one, the other one big thing for Mike is that Deshaun Watson underperformance. Sure, Najee Harris isn't playing. He might be out for the rest of the season. It it seems like it's a maybe a hernia. He's gonna have to rely on DeAndre Swift, who has been like very much feast and that was only weeks one and two and it's been famine since there is slight hope for deandre swift he he really did see a huge uptick in snap share last week um so like that can give you some hope that deandre swift like give you something down the line here um because i remember you know going into the season when deandre swift was on the other team like he was one of those players where i was like he could be one of the top running backs in the league i don't think i was alone um but but yeah without that it could get interesting it's a, it's a hypothetical scenario because um, Keith does have players that put up points. Gentlemen, we have spent five minutes on this game when it probably deserved four minutes and 40 seconds. Oh, excuse me, 20 seconds. My bad. The opposite of which. Uh, so anyways, let's get into the real game. Rams are the best versus streets meets. Uh, Drew, what do you think the spread is? Um, three. Three? I gave it five. In favor of the meats. Oh, I thought it was going to be different than the site. That's why it did something different. <laughs> I, I haven't even different. looked at RTS. <laughs> the, the five and a half for this trip for the meats. <laughs> so, so you're looks right like on the site. Looks like it's right on point. 
Uh, Drew, you know what? Since you and I are the ones not in this matchup, and I think this is the most interesting, you want to kind of cover uh, how this could go? What What do you feel like is going to happen? I think this is just a coin flip, man. I think it really is. I think, you know, you look at Miami going up against San Fran, that should be a shootout, but it could. But San Fran's defense is good. So, like, you're not 100% sure. Buffalo, I don't know what the weather's going to be like tomorrow in New England. Is anybody? Um, so like that could be a factor that I don't, don't know, but up and down both these lineups, um, outside of kind of tight end, which is just normal, you're, you're getting, you know, players that can put up points. Um, and so you're, you know, um, I think it's just a toss up. I I really do. I think, um, if I had to do a slight favorite, I'll go with the, the team that that's hotter right now and say streets is a slight, slight favorite, um, but I would take Rams because they're getting points. I mean, here's the thing is that Nick Chubb against Houston, Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. Yeah. I, Evan Ingram, Detroit, Derek Carr, the Chargers as well. Like, I mean, the matchups for streets meets are just amazing. <laughs> In my opinion, you couldn't ask for a better week. Uh, especially with a team that has essentially only top 10 players outside of maybe wide receiver three in your tight end. And obviously we don't talk about Derek Carr, not on here. No, no, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm going to, even with five points, uh, I'll take the meets. I just think also, it's, it's just too good. A couple sneaky plays that might decide this are both defenses. Um, have what could be juicy matchups with Buffalo um, possibly terrorizing, but Von Miller's out. So that really affects that. And then Washington, New York, Washington's defense is legit right now. New York is struggling right now. Um, That could, um, yeah, that could, that could be a problem and could end up in points. So interesting to watch there, but it could, could actually be the deciding factor in this game. And commanders, they, they was a pickup, right? Tyler. You picked them up, them up this season, or did you draft them? I have neither of the defenses with which I started the season. Well and, done. And the one thing, the other thing I'd say before, before we let uh, the two contestants kind of say how they're feeling about this is, I do, yeah, Derek Carr is a good matchup. I, I would take Devontae Adams having the matchup in that more. And I think that Josh Allen and Tua are, are matchup-proof players right now t higgins also has a juicy fucking matchup just because it's a shootout game and the Bengals are going to come to play in that game um so i i, I do think that that kind of also is, makes it just is Tua really are we is he matchup proof i mean who has he, how has yes. he gone against it's a top top 10 defense this season detroit he's, chicago he's cleveland i mean he was playing well against you know buffalo when they when, when he got hurt um, I, I think he got hurt in that game. Uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. But I don't think he finished with 186 and playing. He had 11.4 points versus Buffalo. Yeah, I thought he got taken out early in that game, but maybe not. Um, yes, that's the first concussion game. That's the first concussion. So yeah. he actually did not come out, though. Just, that's just right. no, he, he came out for, like, half of a series and came back. Okay. Yeah. Then never mind on that. Um, but, like, I do think – do I think Tua is match-approof? No. Do I think that Miami could possibly be like, would I bet against it? Would I say, if you tell me 20 points over under, I take, I take 20. Just, I expect it um, regardless. So, so maybe not, but I, I just think he's going to get points from two. 
Yeah, um, this is, I think, where I get, I'm really interested in this, just from a playoff team perspective, because Tua has been terrifying, but he has a much harder schedule down the line. So I'm very interested to see how likewise, likewise. that happens just for my own personal game. All right, it's been too long, Tyler, Dave. Dave, why don't you start? What are you thinking? How, how are you feeling about this matchup? I think you should just rest Josh Jacobs. He had mm. a big week last week. Maybe awesome. put him on your bench. You know, give him the week off. Yeah, I think um, I think the key for my team is can I keep the running back deficit within 10, 15 points? I think if it gets higher than that, I, I don't have enough. Well, I have talent, but I don't have enough talent over Tyler to to really make that up without, you know, someone going off or, or just getting very lucky. So if I can keep it within 10, 15 points, I, I think could creep back and win this. Um Tyler and I were texting and joking earlier this week that, you know, we scored the most and second most points last week. So this feels like a 104 to 98 kind of week coming off a huge week. Both teams put up duds, but, um, you know, I, I don't bet against myself, so I'll, I'll lean my way here. Um, you know, Josh Jacobs has scored under 10 points once since week three, and that was the last time we played. Um, so that that's kind of what we need again, Tyler, if you could give that same pep talk. Uh, that'd be much appreciated. I'll work on any pep talk, but the one I gave in week eight, <laughs> uh, actually any pep talk, but the one I gave against, uh, scrubs when I scored 70 points, um, at Dave hit the nail right on the head. Uh, sorry, Drew, I got the expression, right. Um, hit the hammer on if the, he can the hammer keep, thing. <laughs> if he that. can, if he can, Aaron Jones and Jeff Wilson, if they can stay within or exceed Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs points, I don't, that that's the path to victory for the Rams here. Right. And David Njoku, I think is a better um, football player than Evan Ingram and a better uh, start against that Houston team. Uh, That the bottom half of this, the Njoku gold bills, if that stays tight and the running backs exceed Chubb and Jacobs, uh, Allen and, and Tua, Jalen Hurts is incredible. Uh, he's really not carried me because I've had a lot of good players on this roster all season, but Derek Carr is the question mark for this team. If we get the Derek Carr 20-point games we've had the last two weeks, uh, I think we can win this matchup. If we get the Derek Carr we all know and love. Uh, I think the Rams have this in hand. Uh, historically, the Rams have beat the brakes off the street meat franchise. Um, so our locker room is taking this week very, very seriously. We would like to get to one and whatever historically against Rams are the best. Uh, I'm going to take the street meat because I'm not going to bet against myself in a it's not a must-win game, but it's a must-win game for the division. So, give me. Let me the ask: Would you? Don't you want to lose though, Tyler, so that you can win in the playoffs and your first win become the most meaningful game? Would you, no, 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 I don't. You just want to keep winning. <laughs> I I Although, want Tyler to win, the and then, then I want wait Dave to to lose next week. To lose no, the TDs? No, I guess I want I want uh, Dave to win. No, yeah, Tyler, Tyler to win and then uh, Tyler to lose next week. 
Then the, right. so Tyler the, Tyler's the interesting thing about That's this matchup, uh, Dave and I kind of talked about this. Regardless of the winner of this, if we then both take care of business next weekend, we are likely to face each other in the playoffs in the first round, regardless of who wins this matchup. So we're going to get our one of these teams is going to get a quick revenge game on the other side of this. I feel like uh, isn't there a, a lot? If you'll have the tiebreaker over me, Tyler, if you went out, I I will. But there is also a chance that you went out and oh uh, yeah that is the that is the one way right if i beat dave here it'll be you playing him instead so of i want dave to win so i can have the tiebreaker over dave that's it yeah i want the three that's seed your and best. i want yeah and then i want to play joe's primo team in the first that's what i want to happen guys let's make it happen whatever that's what <laughs> whatever i want makes. don't steal this from me <laughs> oh god that would be yeah. glorious give me give me the other team the gentlemen, six. gentlemen, my whiskey is almost out now. I've been nursing yeah, it for too long. So that let's means. get to the last segment, the money line or whatever. Absolutely, guys. Finally, it's been a long time. Um, but I went ahead, had about 30 minutes before this podcast and did all the math um, for the money line. And giving you guys a rundown of one um, through whoever, however many are left, seven who have scored, who have gotten the money. Uh, more than seven teams have, but they're seven seeds. First is Scrubs and Streets Meets tied at the top with $75 so far this season. Second, Rockville Cartographers at 55. Third, Rams are the best at 50. Fourth, Pensive and the Best TD is at $35. Fifth, Joe's Primo team, one side pot twice, $30. Sixth, Droosh, who has fucked up the side pot in countless times at 20 <laughs> and seventh lewisburg luchadors um and philly citywide and mike Wright all at 15 this week gentlemen we have the side pot over your weekly average i've already uh concocted uh, put it up for i'll just tell you guys what your weekly average is so you know what you have to beat tyler 130.05 points you lead the league rams are the best 123.74 Frederick Scrubs, 122.32. Byron, you're at 122.31, and I'm at 119.25. So um, everyone else goes down to the lowest, being Philly Citywide at 82.13. Say, so, guys, no tanking this week. Philly Citywide, you playing Joe's Primo team? Don't tank this week. Whoever is playing, whoever, don't tank this week. Go out and get those points. I don't think they're. I don't think they're tanking. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw out a prediction. I think, uh, I'm doing my math correctly. Fancy footwork has a weekly average just above 80. Yep. 83. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to take fancy. I think they break a hundred and, and I think that 2025 20, could, could be enough uh, in itself to win the award. Byron, who are you taking? I don't know. That was my pick. So after that, let's go. Pensive parakeets. You gotta be more aggressive. You gotta just jump into it. Pensive parakeets. 102. Byron thinks he's gonna blow the doors off that. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Tyler. Double down. Probably uh the best TDs. Let me change mine. What's what's Keith at? Tyler, who who are you taking? Um, I actually kind of liked the best CDs is the pick here. So Dave, if you're switching, I'll take fancy footwork because that was my first choice. I'm going to go ahead and take myself. I'm going to go ahead and sweep this week. 
put up some massive points. Come on, Christian Watson. I believe in you. I, I, I really don't, but I, I do. I'm going to keep saying it until I actually believe in you. I mean, the scrubs are a decent pick as well here. I was about to say the scrubs with the full squad back. That's actually they could they could get to 100. They were they would have been my logical pick, but I'm picking with my heart. All right, gentlemen. Well, that is it for our episode tonight. We talked a lot. I paid attention for maybe 30, 40 percent of it. That's why I'm the host. You guys are the analysts. So, gentlemen, have a good good luck this week. I hope you win your weeks, unless you're trying not to win your weeks, Tim. Talking to you, bud. Uh, And uh, for everyone else, good luck. Robbery, getting jacks is not the key. Losing through bad compromise. Failing through to equalize. But it's just the price I pay. Roguery is texting me. Let's trade my... Cause I